Hi there, I'm Trunks from Dragon Ball Z Abridged, and these are the Anime Egotists. You know, in the future, podcasts are a little bit different. They're actually from pods. You know, people trying to hide from the androids and everything. I had a favorite podcast for a while, but it got canceled. By the androids. They got killed by the androids. Don't get killed by the androids! And welcome back to the Anime Egotists, where... You wouldn't. You shouldn't go for the back of our necks to stop us, like the Titans. Yeah, that's not our weak point. Nope. I don't even know if we have one, besides self-esteem. But anyways, my name's Alex, and my favorite Power Ranger was always the Quantum Ranger. Hmm. Well, I'm Richard, and I always liked um, the original Red Ranger. That was just always my favorite. For Yeah, yeah, I liked him too. But anyways, we are back. And I've said before, I'd like to think Richard and I are friends. Maybe not. But I also like think a lot of the friendships we get in the anime. Exactly. The, um, the uh, character interactions make a lot of these stories uh, that we go through. So today we decided to talk about friendship. But anime characters that haven't interacted but could have been friends. That's right. Even if we... The point of this is not every character is going to interact with each other, and that's totally cool. But sometimes we like to think to ourselves, if these characters interacted, maybe they could have been friends. Now, we kind of did this a while back when we talked about about anime characters who rarely, if ever, have interacted that would make a, maybe a nice couple. But this is a little different. If you want to ship these characters, then I guess it's okay. But we decided to go with friendship over romance this time. Exactly. Um, so, I think most of these characters either haven't interacted or interacted so little that it's not memorable, is kind of how I took this list. Exactly. But before we begin, they did the thumbnail for the, like I said, characters who have rarely interacted but would be a good couple, and they did the thumbnail for our custom Soul Leader video. Please give Empart some love because they do fantastic work with the thumbnails, and I really do appreciate all their hard work. So please support them, give them the world, everything. Exactly. Now, would you like to start us off? Sure. So I'll go ahead and uh, just start off with my uh, Pokemon one. Um, so I put uh, Silent and Tracy would be interact well. Okay, sure. I know th this seems so random because it's two characters that were pretty much had like only like one little season with as a main character, but I just have a feeling that if they interacted, they would actually get along like really well. Um, they're just they've got kind of unique personalities and goals in life by comparison to a lot of the other characters. Um, which is kind of why I put them together. I think they would kind of come to understand each other uh, and just have that weird friendship with the different goals being their uh, main focus. And I just, I don't know why. They just seem like characters that I feel like they would really get along. You know Silence Hold Detective shtick? Mm -hmm. I feel like Tracy's one of the few people who would actually get excited and have faith about, oh, Detective Silent, while everyone else is like, well, don't don't get too excited. We figure this out long before he does, but Tracy keeps playing along. Well, I could almost see him doing a, uh, and his uh, 
clever sidekick, Dr. Tracy. <laughs> Dr. Tra- Dr. Tracy Watson. I don't know if we can <laughs> use that last name, but sure. Okay. But I can see that, especially since, in all honesty, if you want to go a little more meta, these are two traveling companions who don't necessarily have the best reputation or relationship with the fans. So finding a friendship with each other could be kind of beautiful in some ways. Yeah, and I don't know. They, they've been interacted so little since, God, I pretty much they left the series. I think Silent may have had one appearance and Tracy had one non-speaking appearance since that he might left. Be, I believe that's correct. So having them actually show up and uh, like interact and talk with each other, I think could be kind of interesting to see anyway. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I like, I, you've actually made me like that friendship and I'm sad it's not canon. <laughs> yeah. Cause they made a uh, silent and uh, Brock are friends apparently. Yeah. I, I, I love Brock, but you could give it anyways. I can co-sign. All right. So your first one. All right. Like I said, these are supposed to be random. So you'll have to hear me out for these. My first one. Chi-Chi and Hit from Dragon Ball Super. Okay. Honestly, I kind of thought of this as a superficial way of whenever I would play Xenoverse and you selected Hit, Hit would say something like, I'll prepare the donuts. And I'd like to think that since Chi-Chi is always cooking, if they ever had a party or something, she'd be like, oh, could you help me in the kitchen? And he'd be like, sure, I guess. And I think Honestly, I just think in a way they would be very cool with each other because despite the fact that Hit is an assassin, he very much, he seems like a really nice guy. And ultimately, you could even play with the gag of, oh, he's scared of Chi-Chi, like most people are, including me. But I don't know. I just think that Chi-Chi would see, even though he's an assassin, he still is a good person. And Hit would be kind to her and eventually say, hey, by the way, I killed your husband at one point. And she'd be like, oh, you're not the first person. It's okay. Yeah, I was. This would be definitely an interesting one to see them interact. God, I don't. I don't know what to feel. It, you see, it, this was supposed. The point of this video was supposed to be random. Yeah, the, um, I could almost see it being one of those things. Like, yeah, with their friendship being kind of focused on feeding Goku at this point, something like that. It's, but. I really don't know. I, I just what well, I didn't even consider that one for my possibility. So that's exactly. why it's such... exactly not to mention I like the idea of hit going shopping with the women of Dragon Ball and people realizing <laughs> oh we and people on the surface realizing oh um if we make them mad we have to deal with hit um no thanks. <laughs> I think I'd co-sign. This would be this would be a good like comedic episode. Uh, exactly. For them to have. Yeah, like uh, I, I'm not necessarily saying they would be the bestest of friends. I think that might be my last one, but like I don't know. It was random, and I started laughing at it when I first thought about it. And I'm like, hold up, I think I might have something for this. So, Chi Chi and Hit, weirder stuff has happened. Yeah, no, that and that kind of fits like the having their own episode of Dragon Ball, uh, just kind of off on their own. It would fit like an in between two arcs kind of story. Exactly. All right, so my next honorable or my next one, please do. So, this one I crossed uh, two series or two shows from the same series. That's fine with me. I put Yugi and Dimitri from uh, 
So, oh my God, sh- sh- go ahead. I could see this being one of those things where uh, they could have done it in the original series, having Dimitri be a character that um, pretty much idolizes uh, Yugi and not necessarily steals his deck, but maybe copies it in this case. And you get a whole kind of little mini story of Yugi uh, battling and he pretty much counters every move Dimitri has. Uh, And in the end, Yugi kind of has this whole story of wanting to be, um, how to put it, um, use the cards that you believe in and want to use, Not, not just copy someone else's just because they seem to be so much better than you or something along those lines. And leading to a little bit of a friendship when Dimitri chooses to use his own cards instead of a cop like a carbon copy of Yugi's deck without the gods. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. Not to mention we could it could lead to some funny gags of people confusing the two with each other. Hey Yugi oh wait. Hold up. You're not Yugi. Yeah, it's just I would almost say like it's someone Dimitri would be like caught trying to impersonate Yugi using his deck, saying he's got the cards and all that but it's always just him but he seems to keep losing and people keep saying well yugi keeps losing duels yeah and Ka- it just sends kaiba over the edge because we all know nobody can beat yugi except kaiba except he hasn't ever really yeah so that's just kind of why i thought this would be kind of a fun little thing they could have had an interaction where and and that way you still have dimitri learning his lesson about not necessarily stealing and using his own cards yeah i think so i i I really like that one we're starting to up each other with weirdness (laughs) all right so your next one all right you won't be able to talk about this one that much which is why it's low on the list but i just want to get it (laughs) in there okay lika kusunoki and nana kozuki from god eater okay Okay, so Nana is pretty much the first person the main character meets, and she's very friendly and kind of ditzy at times, and she makes people sandwiches in honor of her mom. It's a really, really sad story when you hear it. And Lika's kind of the mechanic of of the God Eater. She helps make everything and stabilizes it. Ultimately, Lika's so, I don't want to say mellow, but she's got a little more on the I guess you could say a little bit on the airheaded side because a lot of her experiments don't always work. And I feel like Nana would be very encouraging, like, hey, we appre- you're not on the battlefield with us, but we appreciate your strategy. Not to mention, I feel like they would try to understand each other better What with Lika trying to learn how to cook, and it goes horribly because she's been dealing with machines her whole life. Yeah, I... That would be kind of funny seeing so seeing just how different two personalities can be, or like I guess kind of with hobbies, with yeah, one person being very mechanically inclined and the other being very much the uh I guess chef of the group. Something like that. There's technically another person who cooks, but I'm like Nana makes what she calls sandwiches. Not sandwiches, sandwiches. I think that's how it's supposed to be pronounced, isn't it? Yeah, and she just <laughs> guzzles it down, but there's a there's like a little skewer in one of them. So I guess she eats that too. I don't I don't know. Oh, but ultimately they're both kind of one of them is brilliant and but kind of bumbling, and the other's just sort of bumbling. But I think in a way their friendship could be kind of sweet. Yeah, that that could quite 
be a very nice uh, little relationship to have. Yeah. And unfortunately, I really don't have much to say because I don't know the characters. So. That's all right. You might be able to help me with the next one, but I could, I don't know for sure. But that's it. Lika and Nana. All right. So my next one? Please. All right. Um. So this one, I think, could have been quite an interesting friendship um, that we could have gotten if we... And why do added to a little bit if it had occurred in the story Sasuke and Neji from Naruto 100% agree it's just but watching them both it, like I would say like right at post uh, tuning exams if we got like them being friends is like I mean, they're pretty much at that point probably the strongest two members of the uh, Konoha 13, 14, as I've always said, there's always 15 or 16, I don't well, know, 45. I was going to say besides Shino, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, just at this point, I would say they're probably the two most tactically sound, maybe besides uh, Shikamaru, both skilled at uh, what they do and are considered the prodigies of their respective clans at this point because Sasuke's the only remaining one and Neji is the prodigy, so. Yeah. Just, but imagine if they'd gotten a little bit of a friendship and just someone, it might give Neji a bit more for wanting to be part of the team and going after Sasuke besides just being recruited. Yeah, I, I can definitely understand that. Not to mention, at some point, I'd like to think they would have become friends through battling with each other. Because as much as they tease that early on, like, oh, the Prodigy versus the last of the Uchiha clan, they never really paid it off. It's just like, oh, well, they're gonna, they should fight someday. And then just, no, no, they won't. Yeah, and I, they, I mean, Sasuke interacted more with Rock Lee. That's why I was like, imagine if he'd had a chance to fight Neji. Imagine if he if we actually got a reaction of him showing up to the battlefield and him having a legit friendship with Neji and discovering Neji had died, then that might make Neji's death a bit more palatable, I guess is the word for the I do, I do agree, but at the same time, I also just would have said, just don't kill Neji. And I know I've said that a lot, but I'm I will die on that hill. No, I 100% agree. But I feel like leading to um, giving Sasuke another reason to fight against... Uh, Obito and Madara at this point. Yeah, yeah. Or at the same time, Sasuke would have been like, I'm going to be Hokage, and Neji would have said, as your friend, that's a terrible idea. And he's like, oh. So, once we beat Kaguya, I guess we're good. There's no big battle between Naruto and Sasuke, they just beat Kaguya, and it's like, alright, um, let's go home. I, yeah, and of course, that would give Neji just a bit more interaction, I think, than we get because it kind of just from what I remember now, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like we see him, he loses to Naruto, and what we've talked about is one of the worst fights in the series. Then it the next time we really see and interact with Neji, it's the Sasuke retrieval arc. There's no in between, and we don't get to see Neji's growth. There are tiny bits and pieces there, but it's not not enough. It's not enough to where somebody could really call you out for it. It's just tiny little stuff. Yeah, but imagine like it's Neji who's uh, they kind of trying to say, listen, I was kind of going through my own version of what you're going through. I understand some of it. 
stick with us. We will be able to help you and kind of working with Kakashi, trying to keep Sasuke there as a friend. Yeah, I can, I can definitely understand that. I can co-sign on to that. They could work as rivals, but now I could see them working as actual friends too. Yeah. So, all right, your next one. All right. I don't remember if these characters were that much in the anime, so maybe you could help me out, but who knows? Okay. Toranosuke Yoshida and Munehisa Iwai from Persona 5. Yoshida and Iwai. Okay. Okay, so Yoshida was... In the games, he was a politician who was basically trying to get everybody's attention for an upcoming election. And, mm-hmm. and Hawaii is the guy working at the gun shop who helps out the player. Okay. Honestly, these two are so different. Yoshida, despite being despite having flaws, ultimately does end up become redeeming himself and becoming a better person and saying, hey, we can't as politicians, we can't be corrupt. As politicians, we have to actually protect the citizens, not do harm to them. And Hawaii is just the dude in the gun shop trying to sell his guns, but also has a son who he cares a lot about and is a good guy deep down. Ultimately, these two are so different, but they're both fighting to protect what they care about. So I'd like to think at some point, if they met each other, it wouldn't start off great. But at the same time, I think they could grow very close with each other over everything. You know, provided you get over the fact that, oh yeah, Hawaii was part of the Yakuza. That's... That's something to talk about. Yeah, I could definitely see these two uh, getting along, but I could definitely see them starting off almost as enemies where... um, Oh, God, I don't... I'm not going to remember their names, but uh, the politician one trying to maybe get the gun shop closed uh, due to maybe his beliefs or something, and uh, the other guy uh, threatening him to get him away from his uh, store... We have a back and forth, but then eventually they come to a mutual agreement after some sort of interaction with the, of course, the uh, uh, Phantom Thieves. Yeah, I could definitely see it. It Ultimately, I feel like they could, like I said, they could become very close just with, because even Yoshida admits, yeah, as a politician, I did some bad stuff and I'm paying the price for it right now. He really just comes across as a character who even though it might not be the most interesting i might want to see more of what he more of what he did but at the same time i'm like you can tell out of a lot of the characters he has the biggest heart like he see he actually seems like a politician you can trust which seems like an oxymoron but still he seems like a good guy yeah he seems to definitely feel remorseful for whatever he did because they don't at least in the anime they don't really go that much into it i don't know if the games if you can learn more about it it's been so long i honestly couldn't tell you but yeah i could definitely see them like uh the gun shop owner coming to the rescue of maybe him and his kit uh maybe the politician for some reason yeah definitely not to not to mention not to mention, maybe they could go. They could go out to dinner. They could hang out in the Y shop and listen to the music that plays in his shop because his song is incredible in the games. Well, isn't most of the music pretty yeah, good? The, some of the Mementos themes aren't my favorite, but yeah. But but ultimately, Yoshida and Iwai, the politician and the and the and maniac. Is it weird? Yeah, but some weirder stuff has happened in this in this franchise. Yeah, no, the, uh, yeah, 
I've, I've gone back and looked at some of the history of like persona one, two, and three. It, it It's kind of out there. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that's, my, that's mine. What's your next one? All right. So my next one, I don't think you'll be able to talk too much about this one, uh, but I put uh, Natsu and uh, Totomaru from Fairy Tale. I've never so, even heard that second name before. So Totomaru serves as one of the Element 4 for um, pretty much one of the enemy guilds at the start of the series. Um, he's, But his element is fire. He's He can create different fires that do different uh, have different magical properties. Um, he's only mentioned, and he serves pretty much as a foil for Natsu for his kind of first uh, boss fight. But after that, he doesn't appear again, from what I remember, in the anime at all. He showed, He's mentioned once at the, uh, right after the main cast returns, after the time skip. But he's just, as I said, he's... Other than that, he's never really mentioned again. And I think getting them, a, uh, having a friendship kind of develop and serve as a, uh, I don't know how to describe, just Natsu just, I could see Natsu pretty much like wanting him around as a food source because Natsu can eat the fire that he creates and he can create, as I said, his fire changes color and stuff and Natsu says it tastes different. So just kind of serving as like almost Natsu's personal chef for a, a couple like or something so kind of like the theory in soul leader that human souls and keishan souls taste completely different yeah yeah they talk about it because um i can't remember the kid's name but there's a kid member of uh fairy tale and who you who uh learned under uh toto uh at toto tomorrow okay so so it's just one of those i think they could have had like a nice little relationship where he's always trying to create new fire for natsu to try yeah, I could definitely see that. By the way, when I said, oh, I've never heard that, I i don't even know that name before because I don't know Fairy Tale. one of my cats turned and just stared at me with bug up, with giant eyes. So I guess we, my, one of my cats is a Fairy Tale fan, and I just i just didn't know. It, it's whichever one walked up to me several times during the uh, when I was over the other dives. Actually, I think it is, and he's looking <laughs> at me right now. What's up, what's up buddy? But Sorry, yeah. I, I corrupted it. Yeah, but I understand. I could definitely see that, and I guess since you and my cat are on board, I guess I have to co-sign. Yeah, eventually we might talk more of a fairy tale, but that's a ways away, I have a feeling, so. Not nearly as far as you think, but sure. All right, so your last one before honorable mentions? All right, you did a Naruto one, so I'll do a Naruto one. Might Guy and Itachi Uchiha. Okay. Okay, honestly, you'd have to do some playing around with this. Like, you'd either have to make it so Itachi lived, which I would not hate in the slightest, or maybe before the whole betrayal and stuff happens, because we talked about my guy a lot. He was a failure for the longest time. And as much as we love his friendship with Kakashi, even Kakashi looked down on him at one point. But whenever you hear the few times Itachi ever talks about my guy... He never says a bad word about him. He always acknowledges his strength, even when they were younger. Heck, when Itachi and Kisame first showed up, and my guy was like, hey, it's me, my guy, and Kisame burns him with the admittedly pretty decent, mighty stupid-looking guy, Itachi says, do not underestimate him. He is really good. But honestly, I just like to think that 
with everything Itachi has gone through, I feel like Mike Guy would be the type of person to help Itachi have some fun in his life. Yeah, I could definitely uh, see it. I could see it being one of those things like uh, Mike Guy, uh, when um, Kakashi and Itachi are in the Ambu, Mike Guy kind of breaks in and uh, tries to invite them to, uh, well, tries to invite Kakashi and uh, of course, Kakashi turns it down, but uh, Itachi decides to uh, join them, and and they just get a nice little moment of going out to eat, and that's when Itachi can learn all about like Kakashi being uh, Guy's rival and all that. Yeah. Not to mention, if if that was the case, I'd also like to think at some point that Kis we talked about before that Kisame would realize, oh. I don't have to be loyal to the Akatsuki. I can be loyal to Itachi and the friendship we have. And at some point, and at some point, Kisame would be like, "Yeah, this is the guy who can't remember me. Can you believe that?" And Itachi would be like, "I, I honestly don't, but he seems like he seems like a good person." Not to mention, we could get an OVA, sim, a sequel to Itachi chasing that chicken to for make eggs for Sasuke, I guess. And Guy would be like, "Oh, it's training. Let's go!" But they neither of them can catch it. I just, it's just the, uh, like, guys there with him running on his hands, chasing the chicken as well. It's one of the strangest OVAs, but yes, I do agree. It's just something I thought, because I'm like, you know, Itachi never looked down on my guy when everybody else has. It it would be kind of cool, and they could both support each other. Yeah, and I, I mean, you seem like, uh, that's another one that we could have had um, my guy uh, be one of the ones that always seems to remember and talk the uh, nicely about Itachi. Yeah, and uh, conversely, he forgets about Kisame because I I guess a giant shark man is just really easy to forget. I guess he just he just likes the fact that he can fight him, and uh, it's someone who puts up a halfway decent fight, but he keeps thinking it's a new fight every single time. Goodness. I've missed talking about Naruto. We should do it more. Yeah, we probably should. I think I could work on something. We'll talk about that after, I guess. All right. And so, honorable mentions time? Honorable mentions time. All right. Would you please go ahead? So, these two, the reason this one, they're an honorable mention is because they're, I guess, technically friends, but they haven't had very many interactions, if any, that I can really remember. And it's, uh, Taiju and Chrome from uh, Dr. Stone. Okay. These are both of uh, Senku's pretty much kind of main sidekicks. Um, from uh, Taiju is from the, uh, was his best friend before the world got turned to stone. And then Chrome is the, uh, survive, is the village uh, magician who just is using science, but doesn't understand that yet. And they both, seem to really get along with uh Senju so oh or Senku. So I could see them getting along and uh pretty much forming their own kind of uh brains and brawn or yeah brains and brawn kind of uh tag team and being like perfect oh like the perfect foil to Senku for a little while. Hmm. Now would the would Sen- Senku's the main character, correct? Yes. At some point, would it, they become a trio of kind, or would it mainly just be them? They, they're they already kind of inter, um, 
woven with Senku. So I would say they could probably become a full uh trio uh trio with uh uh, Senku being like the science brain, uh, Taiju being the brawn, and then Chrome being more of the understanding where everything is and getting stuff uh, together, because that's kind of what he does now. They, he was he understands science more than like everybody else because that's just how his brain works apparently. But I could see him them kind of forming a mini trio. Okay. Hey, I don't know a lot about the show. I've been meaning to change that, but I, I've gotten busy the past few, the past several days. But I do want to give this show a chance at some point. Will I ever understand it? Probably not. But who knows? I might enjoy it. But they do a pretty good job of explaining what they're trying to do. It doesn't make sense all the time, but it it's nice that they try to explain what they're creating every time. My friend, I grew up watching a show where a man with fought people with nose hairs. I stopped trying to understand stuff a good while ago. Yeah, you, this might make a bit more sense than that, but only I'd, a bit. I'd like to hope so, because I don't know what I would do with, with the alternative, but I can co-sign. It sounds like they'd make a good pair of friends. Yeah. Alright, so your next one? Alright, I was gonna save it for my final honorable mention, but let's get, the, let's get this out of the way. This is my honorable honorable mention. Because I'm just sick of the fighting over over these two, and I'd like to think they could be friends. Okay. Misty and Serena from Pokemon. Yeah, I could see it. Why do these... Why do these two have to hate each other? Why do we have to act like that these two important people in Ash's life would just be like, no, I hate this person. And even if they both w- would have feelings for him, I, I I feel like the jury's still out on Misty in some cases. I'd like to think that they would see, hey, hey, we get along, we understand each other. I'd like to think at some point they could be friends and help each other out. Serena being a bit more of a caring touch while Misty can be a bit more aggressive, but still a kind-hearted person. I don't know. I just hate the idea that everyone's like, oh no, these two, these two have to hate each other. I'm just I'm just sick of it. Yeah, I could definitely see them like um, having maybe not the best friendship, especially at the start. Maybe there is a little animosity if, because I know so many people do that, but I see it being one of those things where they do almost like one of those, the group gets split up and they end up together and they talk about their adventures and uh, parts with Ash and stuff. And then, uh, but they, I, I could see him making fun of Ash even a little bit, just some of his mistakes, and even Serena gets in on that. Just, <laughs> I, I would, lo- I would actually love that. And it does one of your favorite gags where Ash sneezes, but they keep talking about him, so he keeps sneezing. He's like, "Who's doing this to me?" Yeah, but I just, as I said, I think it would be a nice little moment, and uh, I could definitely see them, like as I said, starting out butting heads, but growing to be. Uh, good friends. Yeah, and I'd like to think even if they weren't traveling together, they keep in some form of contact with each other. I don't know. I didn't have a lot of deepness to this. I'm just sick of the fan bases fighting with each other. I'm just like, maybe they would be friends. Has anybody ever considered, huh, maybe they they might get along. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there really hasn't been any uh, of the friends that have met each other, any friends that don't like each other eventually or at least get along well that might be a completely different list but don't don't bet on that but misty (laughs) and serena just to make the shippers hopefully stop i say hopefully stop but we know they won't 
okay. But yeah, I, I can kind of co-sign. It would be an interesting friendship. To, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. all right. My next honorable mention. Please go ahead. So, this one's another one that might be a little cheating because they did interact a good bit in the original Dragon Ball, but they stopped and I don't know if they've actually said a line to each other since then. Chaozu and Krillin. Eh, yeah. They're kind of an honorable mention, but I could almost see them, especially early on in Dragon Ball Z, it's just like, oh yeah, we're, we have a bald knight or something. I'm more, I'm more picturing them in the Abridge series. Yeah, we go to this club where it's, uh, only bald people are allowed and stuff and just Hanging so out. Tien just not welcome? No, he's he's there, but he interacts with Krillin and, of course, is father of Chaozu. I, I really don't know, because he treat, he kind of acts like father to Chaozu. I mean, can Chaozu honestly take care of himself? I really don't know. But these two, I mean, I could also see them getting along because they kind of serve as the sidekick for someone who is considered a lot stronger than them. Krillin to Goku and Chaozu to Tien. Yeah. Uh, so kind of coming to grips with that of while being strong, especially for human standards, still just not being the uh never being quite there as the strongest member of their kind of friend group. Yeah, it still blew my mind to learn that Chaozu actually was a human when I was a kid. Yeah, he, he's supposed to be designed on something. I, I was looking at his character and they mentioned it. I can't remember what it was, though. It's like a doll or something. I, I guess so. But yeah, I, I, I can kind of understand this. Admittedly, I, I uh, even with them being sidekicks and people might think, oh, they could work together to get really strong. I'm like, I'd like to think that humans could be strong in Dragon Ball, but I'm not holding my breath, sadly. No, but I could see them wanting to be to improve and working with together to just try to reach that level of at least try to catch up with like Tien at uh, certain points because Tien I think is always was way stronger than Krillin. It's kind of hard to tell. Well, they all they start saying, "Oh, Krillin's the strongest human," but then Krillin became a police officer and Tien kept training. So I think Tien won, but I I, I don't I don't know. That might just be my head because I love Tien so much, and also it would just kind of make sense. Yeah, as I said, this is why it's kind of an honorable mention. It's because they do also, as I did mention, they did interact a lot more in Dragon Ball, but Chaozu was more heavily involved in Dragon Ball than he was in Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, I, I can understand that. All right, so your next one. All right, so my first real honorable mention, it's kind of a cheating one because it kind of involves a character who's not in the anime, but in the games. But I figured, screw it, right? Why not? It's an honorable mention. Okay. Okay. Blair, Bastion, and the Vagabond from Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. Okay. Or as we call him El Vagabondo, and we I, I still <laughs> I'm still not over all those times he whooped me in dual links. In all honesty though, I just get the feeling that these two like Bastion and Blair are just kind of the characters who, if you took them out of the series, sadly not a whole not a whole lot would change. But at the same time, though, there are like tiny little moments in like the games and stuff where Blair will be like, oh, everybody, let's get a picture together. And the gag usually being Bastion gets left out. But she immediately says, hey, Bastion, get in. What are you doing? And, like, contrary to popular belief, Blair is actually very caring towards her friends, albeit kind of obnoxious at times. And I'd like to think 
I get. I guess I just have. They call him the Vagabond, but apparently his name actually is Red, real original. (laughs) But I'd like to think that even with how quiet he is at times, he's kind of always there in the background. And he's and he, if someone's talking over Bastion, he'd be like, "Hey, man, what were you saying earlier? I'm I'm listening." But they would all three of them would just be stuck together somehow. I could definitely see it because, yeah, Flair was such a small character in the uh, series. At least up until the point I've seen, I haven't. She doesn't do. She doesn't do much in the whole series. It's 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 okay. Yeah, I. Yeah, I probably should have gone back and finished GX, but I decided to go with Five Ds because it seemed like it had more interesting stories. So, it, the ending of GX gets kind of crazy, but also I just like to think that Blair's the excitable one. Bastion <laughs> can be excitable, but he's a little more mellow, and and back up Red is just like. He he doesn't seem to say a whole lot. And, uh, now, it, apparently in one of the games, it turns out that Blair actually ends up with a crush on him. And an actually not terribly done story. I actually found myself kind of liking it, but I didn't want to throw that in because that's not this type of video. So was that the uh, Vagabond or Bastion that she had a crush on? The Vagabond. Ba- ba- nobody seems to have a crush on Bastion except the Amazon lady, which, I mean... I want to complain about how horribly they did Bastion, but he ended up with her as a girlfriend. So did he really lose? Mm. No. So uh, interesting. I I could definitely see that because with her kindness, I could definitely see, I guess, the strong silent type kind of liking that. Yeah. But Blair, Bastion, and the Vagabond. An odd trio that nobody really would think of, but I'm like, hey, it I'd like to think it could work. Uh, They all kind of cover each other's bases. All right. Do you want to do another honorable mention now that you have? Oh, oh, yeah, sure, sure. I can do that. I can do that. Um, You talk about One Piece a lot, so I'm going to talk about One Piece this time. Okay. Bartolomeu and Minoru Kazuno from One Piece. Okay. You remember Bartolomeu, but I don't even know from... You, the wrestling fan that you think I remind you of. Yes. Do you remember Minoru Kazuno? The name's familiar, but you'll have to tell me which character he is. Okay. If you look him, if you can look him up on your phone or laptop or whatever, he he's basically this gag character who shows up in like one episode. I think he teams up with Chopper or something. It's been so long since I've seen the clip. I don't know. But he's based on professional wrestler Minoru Suzuki. Now, I don't want to talk about Suzuki any longer because I still have nightmares that he's hiding under my bed and he will kill me. But in all honesty, he is a professional wrestling legend in Japan. And I'd like to think that Bartolomo would be like, oh my god, he's so cool. Oh, oh, I want him to teach me everything. And he even had... And in real life, Minoru Suzuki has his own faction of, like, a bunch of wrestlers together. And I'd like to think Bartolomeo would be like, how can I become a better leader? I need to learn under you. And <laughs> and Minoru would slap him around and be like, he's very, it's very much tough love, but it's very much like, you don't have to emulate me to be a leader. You're already a good leader. Look how much everybody respects you. And while it would very much be like a very... Bartolomeo would be very loyal. Well, at the same time, I think he would slowly start to gain more respect for himself and he'd get stronger from it. Yeah, I could definitely uh, 
see this being a an interesting friendship. I do like the wrestling element of uh, them being big uh, fans into that sort of thing. Yeah, the real wrestler Minoru Suzuki, he has a huge collection of One Piece like themed socks. It's kind of crazy. I hear that. I mean, One Piece is in especially in Japan is like very popular. I didn't realize how popular it was there. Yeah. And hopefully this is this goes well because like I said, the real life wrestler, I never there are wrestlers who we make fun of, but I will never make fun of Minoru Suzuki because I'm I joke about being scared of certain people. I'm legitimately I'm legitimately traumatized by the guy. Okay, interesting. Yeah. In all honesty, he seems like a very nice guy, but just in that ring, it's t- he's scary. Hmm. You may have to show me some of his stuff when next we get together or something. Hopefully, but let's let's move on before the nightmares start kicking in. <laughs> All right. So my final honorable mention. This one's heavily implied in the show that they would be good friends if they actually had met or uh, meet in person and not uh, just fighting against each other. And it's uh, Yang Wenli and uh, Reinhardt. Uh, Lo- uh, Logan Graham from uh, Legend of Galactic Heroes. I don't know much about the original one, but I'm talking the remake series that they've had. Okay. So they- these are two of like the best tactical geniuses in, uh, I guess the galaxy, galaxies fighting one fighting for the Empire, one fighting for the Republic. Again, Star Wars, yay! No, but in all honesty, th- these characters. I have a feeling if they had had a chance to meet in person before any real fighting started, it, there wouldn't be a war. They would just both be able to come up with a plan to uh, make everybody happy at the end. Um, they, but unfortunately, they end up on opposite sides. So just them getting being that uh, kind of genius, and they do have respect for each other. Um, Reinhardt really respects Yang for his. Uh, all his tactical kind of knowledge and his ability to defeat the empire, despite being at disadvantages almost every single time. And uh, Yang likes Reinhardt mate mostly for his seemingly good social reforms of the empire when he takes kind of control and changes it from very much a uh, cast level of everything to there's a lot more freedom. It seems like under Reinhardt is it necessarily there? No, but he does seem to, allow uh, lower classes to gain more power. So I think the co- those combinations of stuff, if they had had a chance to meet in person in peacetime, they would have actually gotten along. Yeah, I can definitely see that. And it, it sounds like they're similar enough that a lot of the things that they could talk about would be like, oh, we actually have a lot in common. That's cool. Yeah, unfortunately, I think where they're at i'm still trying waiting for the english dub to finish which i don't know if it ever will because the i think the whole series is, has been done but they were uh dubbing it as it was coming out and never finished that that so, that, that happens a lot more often than it shouldn't that's happened so many more times than it should yeah so i'm debating finishing it with the sub but reinhardt kind of gets pushed over the brink so i i don't think it'll ever happen but I do think that they could have been friends. Yeah, I, I can see that. I can go send on to that. All right. So your last honorable mention? All right. 
Karin and Kiyotaro from Buddy Daddies. Okay. Who says men and women can't be friends? Not on my list. <laughs> but I just like to think that because Karin, well, she's not technically related to Kazuki anymore ever since her sister died and he married her sister. It's shown that she still loves and cares about Kazuki immensely. So much that she reached out to him through Kiyotaro, the, I guess, middleman for Rei and Kazuki's missions. But I'd like mm -hmm. to think, because it's been long enough, I can spoil it. In the time skip, they're all, like, Rei and Kazuki still keep in contact with Karin and Kiyotaro. I'd mm -hmm. like to think that the two of them maybe would meet up and become friends. And the guys are kind of terrified of Kiyotaro at times, and I'd like to think that they'd be thinking, what do you think that he's telling her about us? It's just like, I don't, and Ray's like, I don't care. <laughs> like, they could learn some embarrassing stuff about the guys, but ultimately still be like, yeah, but they're good guys. They're be they're taking care of a little girl together. Like, we should be easy on them. I could definitely see this being a good um, friendship. It's, they're yeah, just the I this idea is very interesting. I'm really trying to figure out how this like wait, I could see them wanting to almost torture them by uh just sitting there talking. They're talking about nothing, but know that uh they're sitting in the back just going, what are they talking about us? What are they saying? Yeah, they they look back every now and then, but then just go back to talking. It also might make for a funny gag once if Kazuki's like, oh god, what if they get married? I'll be related to Kiyotaro. And, Ki and Kiyotaro hears that and just smiles at him. Nothing ever comes up, but he just smiles at him like, I could, but we're just friends. I could see him trying to do like a, a whole, there's like a whole mini story of him like buying a ring box and stuff but it's empty he's not doing anything he's just like <laughs> all this stuff just to torture you see no. why Kyotaro kind of reminds me of Jabari because this is stuff he would do yeah just just little things trying to push pushing their buttons and stuff and her just she's just along for the ride and wants to uh have a little uh bit of fun yeah Ultimately, though, it would be a very caring friendship, but also I feel like it could be a very comedic one, too, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I, as I said, I think I'll co-sign on this one. This one would be really, uh, like, if they had both been in the series a bit more towards the end. Yeah, I It'd been a fun episode. I agree. All right, so what's your last pair of random characters from the same anime who might make a good pair of friends or group of friends? Yeah. Um so this one is interesting because there's no way they could actually be friends, but if they grew up in the or were from the same era, they would def they would 100%. There's no question whatsoever. And it's I decided to put uh Luffy and Gold Roger together. Definitely. Yeah, they're just uh, they're pretty much the same person this would be like a i could almost see this being a friendly rivalry uh would be the best way they both wanting to uh conquer the grand line and go on an epic adventure and i have a feeling both would say the same thing that they the whole reason they are a pirate is because being pirate is uh allows them to be free and they want to be the freest person in the world 
when I first started watching One Piece within the first few episodes, I thought Gold Roger was Luffy's dad. I was like, oh, they look really similar. And granted, I was like, I was a, a stupid kid at the time, so but still. Well, if I remember correctly, we were four? Four or, f- uh, four or five when the series premiered, so. Yeah, yeah I, I definitely would say, not one of my smarter theories, but it's a theory. It was a theory. But just one of those, like, I can almost see like, every island, they always seem to run into each other. One reaches the island before. I would, I would almost say, like, if we keep Luffy the main character, uh, Gold Rogers always seems to be a step ahead of him, but they're both going for the One Piece. Um, just, it'd be interesting, I think, that them getting to interact. Never, I don't necessarily know that they would fight, but anything, but they would, I could definitely see them being, like, a team to take down one of the emperors or something and just get along uh, and push each other to be better and but still wanting to have that little bit of friendship in the end. Honestly, if this was a One Piece video game where you took control of Goldie Roger and his, and his crew and then Luffy and his crew and they met up every now and then and worked together like anything, if they made a video game out of a story like this, I'd buy it in a heartbeat. It actually sounds really interesting. Yeah, because I could almost see it being something like the time time fruit or something causes portals to uh, from different era or pirates from different eras to show up in either modern or in Gold Rogers time. I was gonna say the fanfic fruit, but sure, that works too. Yeah, well, that that would be the they couldn't just say fan fan or well, I think the fan fan fruit exists, but you know, I'm trying. And I'd, I'd like to think that at some point, maybe the fanfic fruit, I don't know, I don't know. But yeah, I, I like this idea. Yeah. I don't, I, I'm going to be honest, I think it would have somewhat of a happy ending of maybe Luffy goes back to his, Luffy goes back to his time and says he's going to be the next Pirate King. Think, but I, I'd like to think Goldie Roger would be proud of that. Yeah, I, I could definitely uh, see them being uh, having these interactions and I could always see a uh, Luffy mentioning Ace and there being a whole moment of uh, Gold Roger like Ace I like that name or something at the end yeah I could definitely see that I like this one and I I, <laughs> I feel kind of bad I feel kind of bad because you went with the interesting one for your last one and I just kind of have a random one for my last one so <laughs> but I, I, I like yours I can co-sign all right, so your next, your final one. All right, I got my rant Pokemon answer out of the way, so I want to get a little more of an interesting one because I don't even think anybody has had these characters interact. Though to be fair, only one of them was in like two episodes of the anime. But I'd like to think that these two, despite how different they are, could find some similarities and actually be the best of friends. Okay, Shauna and Marnie. Okay. Honestly, Marnie's, I'm not going to say she's not the friendliest person, but she's, she is kind of closed off from people at times. She, even in the games, you meet her and she kind of doesn't want to admit that you guys are going to be friends at some point. Shauna is the exact opposite in both the games and the anime and the manga. She's actually completely different, but that's another point for another day. She's very friendly and friendly and likable and always wants to find the best in people. So I'd like to think that maybe if they got put together and like, oh, it's a tag tournament. You guys are randomly put together and they meet up. 
Marty would be a little more like reserved while Shauna would be doing everything in her power to get a smile out of Marty or or get Marty to relax. And I'd like to think that Marty at some point would be like, oh, I'm really good friends with this person. And openly, she doesn't have to admit it to Sean, but she could think, Sean is my best friend, and I kind of don't know how to process that. Yeah, and I could definitely see the whole, um, uh, like, where uh, Marty does her thing where she makes uses her fingers to make her smile with uh, Sean, especially if we got, again, more out of the Galler timeline i wasn't gonna bring it up but sure yeah oh well someone has to we always have to bring up how badly Gallagher was handled in the anime yeah sure but just giving them a chance to uh kind of interact and you get uh kind of showing like i guess in this case opposites attract we've got the overly friendly person and the more reserved person uh getting along and becoming good friends yeah i'd like to think so oh and not to mention apparently even with a lot of people say oh well i don't really love using this term but a lot of people say marnie's not all that quote-unquote girly but apparently she also loves to go shopping so we can also just see how different their fashion styles are or heck we could get goth shauna for an episode that would be almost that that could be very funny actually yeah they're two characters who are very, very different from each other, who probably nobody thought, oh, these two could be good friends. But I'd like to think Shauna and Marnie could actually be the best of friends. Heck, maybe we get a scene of Marnie meeting Tierno and Trevor, and they end up meeting Team Yell, and Tierno's actually a huge fan of Team Yell. Well, I was going to say that it actually turns out that um, uh, Shauna is a big fan of... uh... Oh god, uh, Pierce. Works for works. For, I mean, who isn't a fan of Pierce, honestly? But just no, like she's a big fan. Like that's like her favorite genre of music. He's her favorite singer, that sort of thing. And they they might even have like an awkward moment where it's like, oh, you really like my brother's music, and that's how she finds out that they're related. It's just like it's and it's just like Shay, Sean, what did you listen to? Somebody puts the music in, and they're like, oh my god, all right. Not the music I thought Shauna was going to listen to, but uh, good for her. Like, and not, and I guess the one kind of problem might some people might have is, oh, well, Shauna's not really learning that much from Marnie. But I'd like to think, I don't want to say Shauna's spineless, but you could argue maybe at times she's a little too friendly. Maybe Marnie could bring out a little more assertiveness, not enough to change who Shauna is, but just like, hey, every now and then, just put your foot down. Yeah, and just, yeah, I, I don't know if that, that, not all friendships need to have you learning from each other. It could just oh, be exactly. that you get along well, so. Uh, exactly, but I'm just I'm just throwing that out there for anyone who's like, mm, I don't really see it. And I'm like, maybe I'll throw that out there. And if you're not okay with it, well, I'm sorry. It's my it's my crack friendship, not yours. Yeah, so I can, I think I'd co-sign. This would be an interesting dynamic, because it, and there's not really kind of an opposites work well together in Pokemon that I can really think of, because everybody seems to kind of the same almost when it comes to the friendships. I'm thinking, and I can't remember any off the top of my head, so no. Yeah, I mean, because just especially because some of the characters change, I mean, you might be able to bring up like May and Dawn are kind of a little, have some opposite characteristics, but not 
really that many. Like not enough to where I'd say. Not, I don't. I don't know. I don't know, man. Honestly, I'd like to think a lot of the Pokemon girls would be friends. Like you could throw May, Dawn, Serena, Marnie, and Sean, but I'm just like Marnie and Shauna. Like I didn't want to throw a giant group of people together because I'm just like I don't know how that would work. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just trying to think. Like, a Misty and Dawn might be could be considered opposites. Like Dawn is very girly, and Misty's more of a, the tomboy style. So maybe that could be another interesting one. But I don't know. Yeah, they don't I, really I, interact. So I, I didn't really. Well, which is kind of the point of the video. But I'm just like Marnie and Shauna. It, it, it could be cool. I I think they could have a potentially very sweet friendship. Yeah. So I'll go ahead and co-sign. All right. Are we ready to close out? I believe so. All right, so ladies, gentlemen, and others, who are some anime characters who've never really interacted that much or at all, who you think might be make good friends? Which of our pairs of friends did you did you really gravitate towards? And regarding my whole rant about, oh, well, shippers putting characters against each other, that's purely to the toxic shippers. Anyone who's just like, oh, I, I just prefer one over the other, totally cool. I just, I just didn't want to start hating these characters just because, because... I'd like to think most characters in anime could be friends. Yeah, I mean, just look at uh, all the stuff we got with uh, Goku and Vegeta. They hated each other at the start, and now we're best buddies. Sure, let, 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 let's go. <laughs> Say that to Vegeta's face, and let's see what happens. But ultimately, let us know what some of uh, some of your more unique friendships that you've created, and which one of ours did you like more? Which one? Which friendship <laughs> made you smile the most? But be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and all that other nonsense, and we'll see you next time. This has been Alex. And Richard. And you have been listening to Anime Egotists. Good night, and peace easy.